How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Tonight, we got some interesting topics, uh, a little bit of Warner Brothers magic, a little bit of Tony Khan flapping his gums again, and somebody got scrubbed. Find out what we're talking about next here on the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Guys and gals, we will be there shortly. the sound of that intro you know it is thursday what time what time it is 8 p.m or 803 on the east coast 703 here in the central time zone we got myself damian g in the lone star state up to my i believe that's my left i'm we'll here say, somewhere you're you're on the left that's two chains I'm on the right of the screen i'm on your left shoulder of the screen this is this is complicated but i'm up here somewhere okay and then to my devil's shoulder we have will <laughs> what's up what's up so wrestling, it's always got something for us, right? There's never never nothing to talk about. It's like, oh, yeah, if we have a slow week, I'm sure something will pop up. So Tony Khan, he is one of our favorite, favorite people to discuss here on the because if I was ex as eccentric as he was, I probably would be locked away in a mental institution. But Tony Khan has a bad habit. He has a really bad habit of saying things as in a showman to make it seem like every huge announcement is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And the issue I have with this continuously is that how often are we going to keep promising big, 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 big? And then it's like a wet fart in church just passes by and nobody really cares. So <laughs> it passes like a wet fart in church. Just, just picture all that gurgling out there. That's as far as Tony Khan's announcements, as far as I'm concerned. But apparently he made another one. A huge announcement. He might have had a little help with this one. This one wasn't little help. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the question, go ahead, Touche, I'm sorry. Nah, yeah, listen, listen. Go back. Obviously, everybody knows what's going on this week. Let's go. We, we go back last week, and um, Tony Khan in his announcement, and 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 all of the journalists, all the media and outlets of of the wrestling community had already got ahead of what this was going to be. Um, but all steams ahead, ahead. There was still the idea of what this announcement would be um, beyond that, because by only what the speculation was, what the reports were that we knew it was going to be a new show. Yes. But we also knew before that was going to be announced that there was also going to be a uh, network 
or um or or parent company in Warner Brothers Discovery with their convention, sort of say, or their um expo in terms of them an announcement, their whole new slate of different things coming down their pipeline. So much like I said last week, I said um and, and also uh, shout out to um the Grab City podcast. I was on there uh, last Saturday, Grab City uh on Fightful each and every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I said the same thing that like um, so I said it last Thursday, then I reiterated again on, on Saturday that like this announcement ain't going to be something different than what we're already going to hear earlier in the day. So at this point now, him teasing that it was going to be announced with the, thir- the, the, the Thursday beforehand, knowing that the news was going to come out, knowing that all eyes were going to be on the upfront uh, with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, it led me to say like, well, what was even the point of even taking the time of saying I got a right. huge announcement? In a, in a fashion of if it was going to be anything different. So that, I mean, that goes into the, 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 the question before we get into all the news and everything is, number one, and, and I guess I, I'll, I'll throw it to you all, beyond everything that had already been speculated, beyond everything that had been confirmed earlier in the day, 12 p.m. noonish, did we think that there was going to be anything different to come out of the huge announcement, the historical announcement in AEW, or was it just going to be reiterating what we had already heard earlier in the day, what we had already heard speculated for over the weeks, and so on? Will, what, what was your thoughts? Here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought we were going to get a one-two punch. Obviously, mm. at the Warner Brothers Discovery upfronts, we got the first part, the part that Warner Brothers would want to announce, the programming part, where they tell us, hey, you've heard all about it, Saturday nights, this June, AEW collision is real. Boom. So they hit us with that. And it was the, Hey, it's going to be two hours live every Saturday. It's happening. Worst kept secret in wrestling, but it's real. It's a definite deal. So Warner brothers, I figured was going to drop that because that involves TNT that involves the network and all that. I thought maybe we might also get some streaming news in there. Cause everyone's been hoping on some HBO or I should say max stuff didn't happen. All the focus was just on, We got a new show. We're doubling down on wrestling, as they said at the thing. I then thought what Tony would do on the actual show on Dynamite is he would drop, hey, first show is in Chicago. You know what Chicago means. You know who is coming back on our first debut episode, which has been the rumor bubbling around forever. That's the part that didn't happen so far to the point that we didn't even get an announcement of Chicago for the first show. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get to that a little later. But that's how I thought it was going to go down. One, two punch. Warner Brothers announces the show. Tony announces the big surprise return. I don't know. Yeah. Damien, what was your, what were you, how, you, how were you thinking it was going to play out? I was waiting for these billion dollar moves that people kept talking about. You <laughs> Dude, know, the, I, I, the way they made it seem as if they got some Saudi money coming in and they were going to have like this billion dollar empire. And, a billion dollar deal. Yeah, that was that was what the going the goings on was. And the fact that that wasn't announced, that's par for the course. You know, um, I know we've talked about this before. This is a carnival business in a lot of ways. And Tony Khan hits the carny level up to like 35 when he wants to tease something to get viewership. But this isn't anything we didn't already know, speculation or whatnot. So disappointed? Sure. Am I really surprised? Not at all. You know, for me, and like, honestly, I'm not even going to even like blame him because, I, you know, obviously, if you take a look across the board here and I, I'm still having a hard time trying to find a demo on this one. 
But folks are eating it up. Anytime he says there's going to be a big announcement, people are eating it up. But then I think there is a consensus of folks who've been around for a while. Not going to say us old folks, but for the folks who can kind of put one and two together to say like, yeah, you know, he going he gonna to sell big because somebody's going to buy into it. But I've been saying that, and I have not been trying to say it in a negative way, but I've been saying it that like, this is not going to be big news because for a couple of reasons here. He is not going to run a uh, a program through Warner Brothers Discovery. They're going to make the announcement. They're going to do what they do. And then he's just going to have to follow suit. You had folks thinking that this was going to be a whole storyline where they were going to hold off on the news. And he, he was going to break it later on that after that night. As I kept saying, I said, when the news drop, it's going to come from an official press release. It ain't going to come from just dynamite itself and that just be the breaking news that was withheld from up front so yeah you know for me i i agree will i thought it was definitely going to be a one two but absolutely thought it was going to be an announcement of where the show was going to be i was like it ain't gonna we're not going to be lucky to get dc again to be the uh the uh the, the city to host the, right, the, the dynamite the premiere show. right yeah yeah like <laughs> how we got dynamite but yeah i definitely wasn't going to think like it was going to be anything that had anything to do with network business it was not going to be a pay-per-view deal it was not going to be anything that was not already announced earlier in the day so for me uh much like jamal held me very accountable for and last week and said like well hey you know whatever's going to happen is going to happen earlier that day you're absolutely right and it did and once it happened you know we we checked internally and said did we miss anything cool that's the news we checked later on that night the news just was like well that's the news from earlier just in case you missed it and that's what it was so Honestly, I don't blame him for for selling big because at this point now we know when it comes to his shiny new toys and his big announcements, it is what it is. Um, a lot of good reporter journalists and so on already get the scoops before it even happens, and so you know it's just part of the nature now and being involved in social media and, and being involved with even following these uh, just their uh, um, their verified accounts, you know. You happen to stumble across these things, even if you're not looking for you, 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 you search AEW, you're going to see some of these other big headlines come with it. So, like, there was definitely no surprise. There was definitely no steam coming from that big announcement at the point of at us figuring out what happened at um, the Warner Brothers Discovery 2023 up front. So um, I, 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 I think, you know, a quick little other throw around really quick. I will. You said it and I agree. But Damien, do you think it's going to be? Chicago that that holds the premiere show. If they really want to make it, pun the pun, impact with this new show, (laughs) it needs to be in Chicago. At the very (laughs) least, you know you're going to get a sellout with the anticipation potentially that our boy Phil is going to show up. And, you know, it's almost as if a couple years ago when WWE was advertising The Rock's 20th anniversary he didn't a survivor series and he didn't show up you could take that same approach here with the first show of collision and be like hey we didn't promise that cm punk was coming card subject to change so i think that's that's got to be the first place regardless if he's on the show or not they should go there yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna counter that with something here's my thinking on that all the talk is Chicago's booked, United Center's booked, it's a done deal. That's what all the talk leading up to this. Now suddenly we have the rumors that there might be a snag. There might be a holdup. All of a sudden someone wasn't announced and they also did not announce Chicago 
on Wednesday. He announced a whole bunch of other towns coming up, but Tony Khan specifically left Wednesday, I mean, Saturday, June 17th, location to be announced next week is what they threw on the graphic. So if the arena's booked and all this, like supposedly we've been told, why is he holding out? We're less than a month out. We're a month out on this now, I guess, because now we're just past the 17th. Something happened. Hell, there's rumors, like you mentioned earlier, of people being scrubbed from the graphics. Here's my thing. When he did, when uh, our friend Phil, CM Punk, returned at Rampage, made his big return AEW debut, they never said he was going to be there. They just hinted at it very big. They had the show in Chicago. It was all, you know what's going to happen. Come on, you, we're, we're pretty much telling you, but, you know, we're not going to outright tell you it's happening. But wink, wink, nudge, nudge, it's happening. Here's my thing. If this deal has hit some sort of snag, if it has fallen through, if for some reason he is not on board for that show, you got to move it. You cannot go there because that's all people are going to be expecting now. The only way they can go there now is if he's on board. If he ain't on board, that show will be hijacked and people people will walk out of there pissed if he don't show up. Especially, And even if they say it up front, because that's all people want now. The only yeah. way they can get around that is they would have to move it to another city. It would have to be somewhere other than Chicago. If he's yeah. in, by all means, United Center, of course, is the move. That's absolutely the move. But if things are up in the air, well, I will see in a week. We will yeah. see in a week what the deal is. But it, something seems to be afoot. It's unfortunate for him, too, because logistically, Chicago makes sense. Because they're, they're doing a whole tour in uh, Canada right after that. Um, right. So, you know, it just makes sense that it will be bing, bing, bing. But if it ain't Chicago, it's got to be New York. And and can you get something done in New York that quick? I mean, logistically, New York kind of works as well, too. But I don't know. Um, I, we'll have to see. But it is interesting. And, and you know, just to kind of put a cap on, on this thing, you know, Tony Khan and, 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 and promising the huge announcements, I think that um, – there definitely is an audience for it. There's definitely folks who are going to eat it up. You look across the board on social media, message boards, and so on. People are going to speculate. People are going to, you know, champion for their favorite, um, you know, scoop source and, and so on. Uh, but uh, but ultimately, beyond that, I think uh, anybody that has just been very, very close to this and just been paying attention to everything that's kind of happening around you know, the moment he said it was going to be a big announcement, the moment that um, the Warner Brothers Discovery Upfront made their announcement, I think it was very clear that there wasn't going to be anything else and additionally um, shock value outside of anything that had ramifications for the show. I was not expecting some of the other big things, which, well, I guess we'll talk about in a second, right? I mean, what, what we got next, Damien? Well, that's the next thing. It's going to segue, kids. The Warner Brothers Discovery 2023. Ah, interesting. The upfront. Um, from what I read, because two chains, you're more in tune with that than I am. But from what I read, it seemed pretty cut and dry and kind of blech. Um, it was business. From what I'm reading, it's not a lot of stuff that happened except for a couple of cooking shows, <laughs> Jason Momoa projects. Uh, so in keeping with Tony Khan, or just keeping in the big announcements phases, are we at the point now where even at these kind of unveilings, cause I know Disney does this, does this as well, yeah, where we're, everybody. 
where we're chronically underwhelmed because we are prisoners of our own expectations. So I'll go to Will first. Okay. Yeah, I can I can see that. I mean, Lord knows you mentioned the billions word earlier, and they're not going to talk about their damn deal, their financial deal <laughs> at the damn upfronts. So that was never going to happen. The big thing I kept seeing from people is people were talking to me days before. It's going about they got to announce they're they're, they're going to be streaming on Max. That has right. to be part of it. Like everyone was. You know, like oh, collision. Of course, that's happening. That's people were br- brushing the collision part to the side, just saying. You know, when hell, they're getting two hours of prime time, even if it is on a Saturday. That's prime real estate on TNT. They're getting so that ain't nothing to sneeze at. But folks were just convinced. No, they got to announce that they're going to be streaming, and the Wembley show is going to be streaming, and that that's got to be like they got to be a big part of Max. And there's not been one word, one hint or anything of that in any kind of official capacity at any point. But hell, we've been hearing it from the beginning. They're going to be streaming on Max. They're going to be on HBO Max. And it's that's the one thing that, like, there's never been any legit rumblings of that or hints of that or anything it's- other than the closest thing I could even say would be when it first launched. And remember, they had the, uh, they had the HBO Max advertising on the ring when it right first now. came out. And that was years ago now. Dude, it's, so first of all, which is because I ain't going to try to sit here and act like I'm a know it all. But what's really frustrating is when the wrestling, the IWC, the internet wrestling community, thinks that everything revolves around wrestling. I'm seeing folks talking about I'm about to live tweet the whole uh, the, the, the whole up front. And I'm like, for what? It's only yeah, going to be no just wrestling. this much wrestling. <laughs> like yeah. th- th- It's not the fault. And I've been saying, I haven't been trying to be grumpy. I don't have no gripes towards AEW. I have no gripes towards Tony Khan. I have no gripes towards anyone's success. But I kept trying to say the evidence, the proof is in the pudding here, folks. If there had been legitimate rumbles, it would have been legitimately out there. When you see the folks who cover these things, now talk about the big outlets such as Variety and stuff that did the coverage, you saw where their focus was. And these folks who legitimately got connects within these networks, you know, that can find out what some of these things are happening, who can know about some of these castings in these big movies before it gets announced. If you had not heard anything about them moving to the platform before by them, I don't know how people in the wrestling community thought there right. was going to be some monumental news that all of a sudden that they knew that none of the uh, no, no other else of the world here. So, well, you're entirely right. In this announcement, really quick, I just want to say, uh, to give it back to you, Will, I saw you made some key focuses on placement of things in graphics. We got a graphic of Jay Cargill and mm-hmm. representing TBS in the brand AW. They had a little vignette, a little you know video go on. We got Jeff Jarrett appearance, um, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's cool. You know, that's that's them. Um, and, and these these things are, I think these are things you can key on in terms of who were selected for certain things, whether it mm-hmm. was just somebody that they know with confidence that they can show without there being any like uh i don't know you know or or like you know and so on and, and like i got i can ram off about this about other things as well too but they i thought they made uh tasteful selections what, do y'all have any thoughts or reactions to like seeing jay cargill being on the graphics or jeff jared uh being a part of it as well too thoughts about that real, real quick jay, I'll just- jay go in there I'll just say, like we've always said on this show, Jeff Jarrett knows how to make his presence known and make a paycheck. So the fact <laughs> that he popped up, I, I was pleasantly surprised, and I just laughed and chuckled. But the Jade Cargill 
being on the banner, the marquee, that's telling. Because I y'all think- could have gone with anybody else. On I've AEW. been saying she's their mm-hmm. biggest star. I've been saying she, it. <laughs> the box, and you're right, Two Chain. She is, by all accounts, outside the ring, potentially their biggest blockbuster star. Looks, charisma, the way she presents herself, she mm-hmm. presents as a star, a crossover star with other appeal outside of wrestling. And she's not bad to look at. So why wouldn't you have her on that marquee as one of, one of your premier people that is going to be on your network? I, yeah. I'm glad she was there because who are you going to put? Moxley? Brian? No. Omega? The Bucks? Hell no. So that was the one you were going to go with. So, Will, I, and for me, she was the perfect choice for that. No, and the cherry on top of the whole thing is you put Jade Cargill up there under the TBS banner, and she has a belt that says TBS <laughs> yes, on, on it. it. Mm-hmm. It's a marketing dream right there. So, no, it made perfect sense. There's nothing AEW can complain about on that. That was a perfect, like, you know, bit of here's our representative to, like, all the media folks here of, like, this is our wrestling brand. Here are the faces that we're putting out here. Check out, there's our TBS women's champion. That's our flagship of our Wednesday night show and all this. That That's what you want. That's what yeah. you want. It goes back to, we were talking about Tony making all these big announcements and all this and always claiming to make a big announcement. A lot of this on Wednesday was about one thing. It's about promotion. Promoters are going to promote. WB yeah. Discovery is promoting their products. They got Jade Cargill on there representing AEW, a win all around. That, yeah. Can't can't complain about that at all. Not at all. And it, I mean, everything you said, Damian, but I absolutely, you look at the graphics and you just say, that just damn sure looks right. <laughs> that looks right. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's just incredibly frustrating that some folks uh, exist in the, the wrestling realm. Um, no pun intended to my man, <laughs> Brian Waters here. Uh, but people exist in that wrestling sphere as if nothing else in the world matters here. And I also said this. I said when it was going to come down to the biggest show, when you talk about Max, I said right now, outside of Secession, their biggest show is going to be the Sex in the City spinoff. And, uh, and just like that, which when you saw what was branded by Max, which is, you know, the now the new streaming uh, service in combination of uh, Discovery Plus and HBO Max. They announced just like that season two, just there. And and I said, folks already knew what these shows were going to, with those flagship shows of the streaming service. Yes, we know it's a combination of two streaming services, but yes, it's still a new streaming service. You still have to sell it. You still have to make people say like, wait, I got Max. Wait, I I, I got this. Wait, what's happening? No, I'm not getting another one. You, Everybody got their, their aunties and, and uncles who always is reluctant to any bit of change. But you have to sell it, and you have to put your big things on it. And my point of me saying is that everybody was saying, like, oh, AEW is going to be on Max. Well, if that was true, we would have heard from it from bigger sources and saying, like, these are going to be the premier chain. And as I mentioned about live streaming on there, I said you also would have heard of it, just like you heard with Dave Chappelle with Netflix. If they were going to go with that recipe, it would have been announced as one of their biggest things. Like, oh, guess what, guys? We're going to have live streaming shows and programming now, which then you could start to speculate. Could the pay-per-view be there? They didn't even go that route. So all of these things and people's personal wish lists that they had in terms of their wrestling desires, that was never going to be a part of Warner Brothers Discovery. It just was not. They, they had a plan. They executed. Damien, to your point you made earlier, it was all about business. 
they didn't make this thing a comic con you didn't have talent coming across the stage it was the execs it was the suit guys it was the stakeholders it was the folks that had their everything invested into it to say guess what big things coming in july let's go and by the way Sign me up for Michael Bay and ID and uh, the investigators. <laughs> I, I heard that I was like, and that's all I needed to hear. Sign me up for Michael Bay. Does are you serious? True crime and murder mystery with Michael Bay? You mean to tell me he's gonna be investigating bodies exploding? Yeah, I need that. <laughs> I need that dog. I need that. Also, Fast 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 X uh, Fast Ten is in theaters. Jason Momoa is amazing in it. So Jason Momoa for Shark Week? Yep. I'm trying to tell you. I'm the trying to tell you. Inject, <laughs> inject it in me right now. I am trying to tell you. They made some big, they made some big announcements that had nothing to do with wrestling. And hopefully folks who live tweeted this did get to see that they actually made some very interesting news going forward. But I, I, last thing I'll say, and all that aside, to see them move in the direction of everybody's personal wish lists and, and all the things that they desire, that would be cool. But it is just, it's just not part of their initiative right now. It's not their focus. But you did get a new show. You, we got a new show. We got a new show, folks. And, and that's the thing that puzzles me about the IWC is that you're, you're taking a very niche thing like professional wrestling and you're, you're making it out to be like it's going to be this depth-defying, you know, magnificent show on earth, uh, Ringling Brothers. So you're taking a niche of another niche, and you're thinking that's going to be enough to, to move the needle? Like, oh, we need more. No, because the general populace who watches TBS and TNT, they're not all wrestling fans. You know how long we they struggled to get one, you know, a rating of one for Rampage? You, what were you expecting? Like, Rampage was going to go to two hours? No, it's just Wrestling fans, I love y'all, but sometimes y'all do not use the frontal lobe sometimes. Y'all don't think. It doesn't make business sense to make it wrestling-centric. And to your point, Two Champs, if Michael Bay blows up something in the first three minutes, I'm all here for that. Because even though he killed Transformers, you know, I'm all for like, blowing up carcasses. Nah, he but, made a shit ton of money. He didn't kill it. We just stopped liking it. But that ain't had nothing to do with overseas. They poured all <laughs> their money into it. <laughs> And just for you non-wrestling, you know, wrestling people out there, there's also a travel show with Conan O'Brien, a couple of cooking shows hosted by Selena Gomez. Yeah. And Ellen DeGeneres doing a series about saving the gorillas. So. Hey, 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 hey. By the way, in the perfect world of everybody's personal wish list, all we really needed was Michael Bay and AEW to be combined to give you Wrestling Society X Part 2. <laughs> That's that's what we needed. He would have made pyro. He would have made sure that damn ring exploded when it didn't explode. Thank you. <laughs> Moxie probably would have died if Michael Bay did it. So yeah, Michael Bay would have been on that. There you go. Uh, but honestly, folks, wrestling is is still niche. Let's not try to make it seem bigger than what it is. Wrestling has its fit, but it's, Jay Cargill, don't be surprised. She starts popping up on sitcoms and shows here and oh. there, with or without the title. Just her presence alone screams yeah. superstar. So that's something for me as a wrestling fan I can and, look forward to. And, and I, I don't know if you all want to make this to be anything, but like now that we know that all of everything under the Warner Brother Comcast umbrella is all going to be a max, they did – they did put emphasis that AEW All Access will be on Max. Okay, yeah, put it, they are putting it up there. Yes. Okay, because that's a that's a TBS or TNT show. 
One also so, let's let's also focus on that is a reality show. It is yes, not a wrestling percent. show. It's a reality show that happens to have wrestlers in it, much like Total percent. Divas. It is a not a wrestling percent. show first foot forward. Yeah, a thousand percent. So so just just to really dive into that really quick. Also, like reality show is something that we all know costs almost nothing to make, but easily generates a lot of money, which has just been the recipe that they've been using for years. But please note that they did say that that's going to be on here. So you start to wonder, will the Dynamite Library or the ROH Library that everybody wanted to be a part of this as well, too, were those things announced? What does that mean for them? Are they coming? Does that exist? I don't know. But they did make emphasis on All Access. What does that mean for the other stuff? That I don't know. I don't even want to go down that, that path where we're speculating here. But I did thought it was interesting that we did hear yes to that, but nothing about the whole catalog because everybody we all know the catalogs are valuable but everybody figured that the catalog was a selling factor and a driving factor for all of these other wish lists with the dynamite with uh roh then you're going to get the live show and premium uh events all of that was all going to happen because that's what everybody wanted but in fact we got all access on max is coming so so we got something kids let's 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 be happy that we got something just be happy But that's going to take us to our break right now. We will be back shortly uh, talking about your favorite person and mine, one Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Are you a fan of all things media? Are you a fan of professional wrestling and sports? Then you need to check out Big Gold Belt Media. We're the ultimate destination for all things entertainment and media. With the latest news, interviews, and analysis, from the world of the aforementioned entertainment realm. Our team of dedicated journalists and analysts will bring you exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. And we're not just an online destination. We attend live events, conventions, bringing you behind-the-scenes access and exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Plus, you can show your support for our brand by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash biggoldbelt. Join the Big Gold Belt Media community today and stay ahead of the game. Follow all our social media platforms at Big Gold Belt for the latest updates and exclusive content. Whether you're a diehard wrestling, sports, nerd culture fan, or just a casual like some people, Big Gold Belt Media has everything you're going to need to stay informed and entertained. So what are you waiting for? Check us out today at BigGoldBelt.com. That's BigGoldBelt.com. Thank you to me for that commercial break. Uh, again, if y'all want to join us here on the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast with promotional and anything, hit us up, biggoldbelt.com, Big Gold Belt, across all your social media platforms. So all this talk about Warner Brothers Discovery and these new shows and Tony Khan and company are releasing Collision. I don't know who picked that name, but sure. Okay, the Crash Test Dummies. But... Collision was supposedly a spinoff to separate the rosters a la a brand split. And, and Will, I'm going to get to you on uh, something you posted on social media the other day that <laughs> ding, ding, ding in my head. Uh, it was supposed to be so everybody could play nice in the sandbox. You got mm-hmm. Punk over here. You got the Elite over there. You got some people who may not be, who may not be on the best of terms 
with AEW regulars. Like, I know Thunder Rosa might be over here too. Miro might be over here at Collision if you watched the last couple of weeks. So is the hype for Collision, aside from the pink elephant in the room, are we hyped about anything else about Collision aside from CM Punk drama? Ooh. <laughs> Wait, Wait a there's, a lot, there's, a, there's a lot to this. There's, I think there's layers to this. Because... Will, Will. We, we've heard about the show coming forever. So the show ain't right. a surprise. Right. So Will, the Will. issue is, why, what's going to get me to tune in? What's going to hook me to care as, about the show? As an, as an OG, I just want to know quickly, what was your first impressions of seeing the logo? Oh, oh the logo. Well, of course, we know what they were doing with the logo. That's WCW Nitro all the damn way. The logo's great. We know what they're going for the logo. They're aiming for us old heads, and that's, hey, that's fine. I got no problem with that. The logo's fire. The logo looks awesome. The logo, yeah, no complaints on the line. I don't think I've seen anyone not digging on that logo. The logo yeah. for Collision's awesome. The logo's yeah. for Collision's awesome. But at the end of the day, this is a two-hour show on Saturday night. From 8 to 10 p.m. prime time. And that is a difficult night. A lot of people haven't liked this. Keep understanding. Keeps getting brought up, but it needs to be said. They are going to be. You think they got competition on Wednesday, Saturday, oh. UFC every week, major yeah. WWE pay per views once a month, college football in the fall, every all, major sport combat, under the sun. All combat sports is in that same yeah. realm. And I saw folks talking about they should hire Morrow. I said, Oh, Morrow's busy. <laughs> yeah, he'd be doing boxing. About? so from the beginning the big thing is showing me is like what what is it going to take to get to get my attention on this show and of course they're banking on it's going to be phil if he's there we still you know no official announcement there yet but looking at that lineup it was very noticeable in that darn press release who they featured thunder rosa miro andrade got mentioned Lots of people, and of course, we were assuming Phil, but no mention of Phil, but you have Phil's buddies, FTR, Powerhouse <laughs> Hobbs got mentioned in there. So it's like, the idea on paper is the CM Punk and Friends show, plus, as I dubbed them, the problem children that we've had issues with. Yes. So in one way, I don't know, do you think the idea is we're going to get folks to tune in because this is going to be the show with all the drama? This is going to be the show with all the troublemakers and maybe that's going to get folks attention. Do you think that's their idea that, or is it just, well, on Wednesday, you know, you get the elite and then over here you get CM Punk and friends. I, I, I don't know. But with so many dramatic names highlighted, do you think that is like kind of the idea that this is going to be the messy show? This is going to be the show with the folks that don't get along. Is it going to be about people fighting in the locker room or something? Well, Damien, really, really quickly here. Seriously, I like Reg said this on Grapsy last week, and it's 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 his running uh reoccurring um video days posted about like how in um high school how they used to put all the problem child uh the problem kids together, then when they come yep. out, they acting like cage animals coming out, yep, like yep, yelling yep. and screaming. And I'm like literally thinking, like, well, first of all, that analogy is hilarious, but two, like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really, like like if this is your way of PR HR to say problem, go there. 
We're sticking wow. you on Saturday. We're going to the principal's wow. office. Yeah. So, Saturday, so, Saturday night detention, as they should be calling it. AEW honestly, detention. Honestly, I was going to say this on, on their show, but I, I'm going to say it now. And I thought about, like, let me make sure I'm being, like, sensitive when I say this. But, like, when I was in high school and, like, all serious, like, all, like, like all seriousness about like the rent, like what what ultimately resulted in this. But Hurricane Katrina, when that happened, which we all know is one of the worst, uh, worst acts of of of, of Mother Nature. But beyond that, all the other political and government stuff involved with that. Um, in my area, and, and probably for you all too, those kids had to be moved, and then it was like they were brought on a busload from New Orleans. And it was like, you're going to this school. And I'm trying to tell you, when they brought them in our PG County schools, all you heard was like, hey, there's a fight in that school. They say, oh, no, the New Orleans kids, they scrapping. They they fighting there. You hear at another school, like, hey, the New, the New Orleans kids, they scrapping. And to me, it, it literally was the first thing I thought about. I was like, not to say that they were a problem uh, a set of kids initially, but like this is a lot for them in, in terms of the change and, and, the, and the different setting that they're in. But damn if they ain't come in and start shit and they just automatically gooped them all together and just was just throwing them there, throwing them there. All I thought was like, if this is your way of problem solving by saying alienating them all into one group because of this, I don't see how this is going to work. And also, I want to know, was this an AEW decision or was this a Warner Brothers Discovery decision? I would never have considered that, but damn sure everybody always got to say, Warner Brothers Discovery didn't want Jay Briscoe on television, did not want Nick Gage on television. So are you saying that they're so keen into the drama that is happening with these folks and behind the scenes with these folks that they possibly could be the ones to make a decision of saying, all right, fine. Yeah, I get there on the contract, but like, hey, here's a good decision. Let's put them all on another show. We'll give you another show. That'll fix everything. All of this sounds ludicrous to me right now, and I cannot believe this is happening. When I heard this speculated, I was losing my shit. Like, there's no way you say they're all problematic, put them all on the same show together. Long term, that ain't going to work. There ain't no way. Because eventually they're going to be together. Eventually something's going to happen. We're like, we need this person on Wednesday, or we need this person to show up Saturday. Hell, when they go against college football in the fall, they're going to need some people to show up on Saturday to help with that rate, not bet. And were you telling me they're going to go to some people that they're going to I ain't going there. I don't like those folks. I'm not, I ain't going over there. I mean, that's what they're setting themselves up for. Are like yeah. people going to be like, you're going to have the elites look, looking over at that Saturday night show. I'm like, I'm not helping them. That's their yeah. problem. That's like, this ain't going to, in the long run, you can't run a business like this if this is the and idea. You can't. But that press release. When I saw Miro on Andrade on there, I was like, oh man, Thunder Rosa. Those were the three. I was like, and, oh, oh, they they kind of there's a theme here. Yeah. I and mean, like I, look, the first joke I saw, the first joke I saw, it killed me. It's like, oh, they're gonna hire Tessa Blanchard, throw her on there too. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, hell they gonna hire Eva Lee? She coming back? Yeah, my oh, no. Saturday, Saturday like, night fights, man. Is that what this show is gonna be? I just I just don't get it. I just don't get it. It's so laughable. Like literally, I have like no context about my reaction to this. I just think it's completely flabbergasting that they would just say, Oh, you're a problem. Go there. And I was I was joking with Phil, not Phil Brooks, but Phil Grapsity, Phil Lindsay. I was, <laughs> I was saying like there was a vetting process where everybody was going to 
the uh going to the desk and they was like huh check that rap sheet ah uh, now nah, i don't like this speeding ticket collision is is this motley crew of folks that are throwing on there is that enough to get you to tune in by itself but like the idea of drama is that no. enough no no for me not on no. a saturday night and and then if jamal was here he would say we sacrificed elevation and dark dark for this mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. <laughs> i no 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 it's it's wild man it's <laughs> it is man and, and to and let's be honest the time slot that's almost the death knell already i grew up with w, uh, wcw saturday night you know six to eight on the superstation yep that would have been a better use to put it on Saturday for all of us old heads out there. Just say, hey, six o'clock, we're getting ready to go out. Yep, early evening. If you're one of those like you know people that go to bed at nine o'clock, you'll see it from six to eight. You'll be asleep yeah. an hour later. People like me, I'm just getting my second wind. I would rather watch it at six o'clock. But at eight o'clock, I am not home on a Saturday night at eight o'clock. What is wrong yeah, with this, y'all? This does... There is a there is a means of success here if this does become a show that gets a shortened rewind version on Max the next day. That's smart. would I watch it Sunday morning for an hour if they can trim it down to an hour, which I know y'all probably mm. think like how, but that's what they've been doing with Hulu with um Raw and SmackDown. So, like we know you can cut commercials, you can cut segments, and you can chop it down to an hour. Would I watch it the next day for an hour? Hell yeah. And then uh, Sean Ross Sapp just reported a, a, a couple of minutes ago that, well, Brian Danielson is going to be helping with the creative out on that. I think that is peak of interest. But again, you're just telling me this is a group of rejects here. And this is not a sports story or sports movie <laughs> where you're going to hear like, oh, man, the, 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 the problematic folks, the folks who had a, a short leg in life, the ones who were incarcerated incorrectly. They're getting a redemption story to go against the best football team in the league. Like, what the fuck is this happening right now, dude? This makes <laughs> no sense. And and honestly, 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 the Tessa Blanchard joke is funny as hell. But is it out of the realm of possibilities at this rate? Hell no. <laughs> Telling you, and all, all the misfit toys are welcome on Saturday night. Oh, oh, AEW oh, Collision. Oh, oh, so right, right. So I get it. So AEW features Andy's toys, and then wow. Collision uh, features uh, Skit's toys. All the all the ones <laughs> that's all the toys. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so so let 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 let's get right to the big question because we we've been dancing around it. We we got to we we already need some time for this one before we get to our darn hour. So the the, the big question in the room: If this is supposed to be CM Punk show, and we still don't have him, it ain't official. At the end of the day, is CM Punk essential for this show to happen? Is he the make or break person that if this show is going to list exist, they have to have CM Punk. Otherwise, it won't work. Yeah. Yeah. And I say, honestly, it has to be Punk and Jericho. You have Why to bring Jericho in, supposedly going to be part of the it. Room. Yeah. You have to have your biggest names to even make this get any bit of traction. Uh, all the rumors of Punk being scrubbed from the graphics, all the rumors of Punk being scrubbed from the initial press release. Somebody uh, was uh, searching the um, the catch from the website and noticed that uh, in the revised version that Punk name was in it. 
Um, don't know if it's legitimate or not, but like, hey, that's 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 a factor people are throwing in there. And as I said before, Punk is their biggest draw uh, in terms of just getting folks to tune in. Punk even said it on his Twitter or his Instagram, which I'm sure will you want to talk about in a second. <laughs> that I ain't been on TV for nine months, and yet y'all continue to talk about me. Yes, they do. And you can do another nine months, and they will continue to talk about it. He is a monumental draw for the company in terms of rating. And, hell, I don't see how you don't use him. Because at this point now, if you create a whole new show of problematic toys and say, go there, then why should he be exempt? He's problematic, as y'all say he is, which that's relative in terms of what you thought happened in Brawl Out. Put him in there. Make it happen. And unless he has a problem where he doesn't want to do it, uh, which I'm sure he's not ever going to run away for some money here, especially with his interest in still wanting to wrestle, especially with the FTR boys there, probably trying to lobby to get him in there. Make it happen. At this point, just throw it in there and make it all happen. Because at this point, I don't think there's no legitimate storylines in terms of making us want to go into there. We just see a bunch of folks that is kind of like, huh, purgatory. All right, cool. There you go. They're on that show. Let's see what happens. Might as well just do a Roy- they might as well do a casino royale match. The very first thing there, <laughs> for no reason at all. Prison just riot. make it happen. Yeah, prison <laughs> a prison riot match. Prison riot match. <laughs> just play into the theme that, that that the animals are running the asylum here. All the crazy folks are here and are running the asylum. And Phil Brooks comes out at the end of it with a bat or something. Oh my um, god! I, I, I tell you, I. What, what I'm so done. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm looking at this and it's like it, it kills me how like he wasn't announced at all yesterday. There was nothing about him. And then yesterday evening he goes online, he gets on his Instagram again and puts up there, you know, once people got figured out that he was scrubbed from the graphics, once word got out that 24 hours beforehand he was pulled from all the advertising, that something's up. And he's like, like y'all said, he's like, Look, y'all can't stop talking about me. Y'all don't know what's going on. You don't know me. You don't know them. Just, you know, kind of mind your own business. Go touch grass and all that. And he's right because we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's up. But it sure as hell is interesting, the idea that they might have pulled graphics with him in it and all that. And Lord knows that all the talk is that the United Center's book that all we've heard from the beginning from this show being announced is that he is the guy who's going to be the top centerpiece of the thing. In a lot of ways, this whole thing was pitched as this is how we get him back as we get this other show and we can separate him from everybody else that he has a problem with. So the story all along has been Collision and CM Punk are one and the same. There is no Collision without CM Punk. (laughs) There is no CM Punk without Collision, essentially, as he can't go to Dynamite. So he's obviously the straw that stirs the drink in this thing. If they don't have him, interest is going to drop off a ton as far as like you know what the deal with this show is and like we said it's going to be uphill battle for them on saturday night so they need everything they can get now where this gets interesting to me is is he using his leverage here Mm. because he knows they need him so the other big rumor going around but you know what could have happened why might he have been scrubbed one of the rumors going around, I guess not so much a rumor now, that friend of the show, Nick Hausman, reported today on his uh, new website, on his uh, House of Wrestling House of deal. Wrestling. Mm-hmm. House of Wrestling, yes, indeed. He's old friends with CM Punk going back to brawl out. 
<laughs> now we don't know where the story comes from, but he confirmed that uh, a steel from Brawl Out Infamy, from biting Kenny Omega Infamy, has apparently been back in the company behind the scenes in secret for some time now. And we know that you know, one of CM Punk's boys, one of his folks. Um, now, suddenly, the talk is he's not there no more, or at least he's been told that he's not going to be part of this new show. And I get the talk, I guess the rumor is that he was going to be in hiding. They weren't bringing him to stuff because of all this. But once this show would start up and CM Punk would be around, be like, okay, you got this Saturday night show. You can be involved in that. You can be part of this deal. Now, suddenly, he's not there. CM Punk, of course, sounds right for me if I'm him. I'm like, what's up with that? You've already brought him back. You ain't bringing him to the buildings, but if this is what they had been agreed to, or at least what they had been kicking around, I can't blame him for uh, using, knowing damn well that, hey, you could try to launch a new show. You need me. This is this, this part of the deal. I want, my, I want my guy back. He was in the room when all this went down. I want my guy back. We're going to have our own separate show. And I see a lot of people, you know, reacting negatively to that idea but to me i'm like how is this any difference than jericho getting uh the butcher a job i mean i'm not, I'm not him i'm Do dr luther getting dr luther a job back then how's this any different than the bucks having e Nakazawa everybody everybody champion everybody, everybody champion for their partner their exactly other or their homie this is no different here it's no different it's yeah. no different anyone in a position of power of that company has hooked some people up if Phil yep. Brooks wants to hook up his boy and get him back in there, who apparently he's already been back, so it's not a matter of him coming back. He's already been there, just in secret. That's a whole different bit of drama if that's how it's been handled. That's a whole nother mess. But it ain't no different than stuff a ton of other people have done there. So yeah. I don't see I don't see the problem with that. Not at all. I don't, what do y'all think? I, people just want to blame him for things that are just absurd to me. Like, yeah, if he's a personality, if, if, if he runs his mouth, then that's what it is. He's no different. Jericho runs his mouth. <laughs> but I don't see him get labeled and tagged and all these slanders that Punk does. And I'm not even a huge Punk fan, but I just think some of the slanders that he gets just isn't justified. Him championing for his homie, nothing wrong with that. Him standing up on his morals in terms of what he knows his value is and what they're trying to use it for, nothing wrong with that. TNT saying he's not affiliated with them. I don't think that's even a big thing either because maybe he isn't. He's affiliated with AEW. I don't see how that makes him affiliate with TNT. I think that is a very, very strategical statement to make there. Well, I'm sure there and I'm sure that comes down to in the end, as far as who the talent are on the show, TNT's got nothing to do with that. That's yeah, totally gone. Yeah, imagine them saying like, uh, I don't know, who's somebody on ROH? Just, I don't know. Action and Dreddy. Yeah, he, like you think, yeah, he's affiliated with TNT. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? No, I, I think like there's levels to this, obviously, here. Um, and, and by the way, we can we can actually like this this makes sense. Like, there were folks that were on ROH roster, but then there were folks that worked for Sinclair. Levels to this, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, right, and and so, like, you know, nothing to blow smoke about that. I just think a punk is just re reevaluating what's happening with the deal and they're going to have to make it all happen and happen soon. And I think that Tony Khan, especially if they had booked an arena and they had monumental plans to do so, and now he's the one holding them back, I'm sure there are a lot of texting and calls and lunching and stuff going on to, to make it happen. But I don't think there's nothing wrong for everybody to like sit back and like make sure that the business is correct across the board here, regardless of what the fans are saying. By the way, if Jamal was here, I should tell him that 
I feel very confident that his man QT Marshall will be a star on AEW Collision because by by measure of folks who do the internet talking, well, QT Marshall's right next door to CM Punk at this point because they get on there and they do their things on the internet, you know? So expect to see his, his face and his name also attached to that roster. I think it just makes sense, so. Well, know, QT's man. a character, right? So Thousand. he's been a character on all the programming he's on. So why not bring one of your more entertaining characters, the mm-hmm. Santino of AEW, to uh, Collision, as it were? I'm actually looking at the poster, and obviously, you know, they have the champions on here as well. You know, they have Max, they have Samoa Joe, they have uh, the House of Black, Orange Cassidy. So the next question is if this is Pumpkin Friends, how many champs will we see on this show, if Duh. ever? Duh. Why is ROH even just blended in so heavily? That's confusing to me. Because this should have been an ROH show. If we're going to make it Pumpkin Friends, you might as well put Ring of Honor people on it as well to get them a little bit more shine. Who might be the problem, children? I thought ROH was his own thing, but okay. You know that. but Yeah, I do. I've been saying that since day one, too. I think what's interesting real quick, I know it's probably not really like in scope of what we're talking about right now, but just to go back to something I said earlier, if you take a look at the big outlets who cover um, the, the upfront, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, again, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, um, Forbes, if you just do a quick vanity, uh, like a, it's not vanity search, but a, just a quick search on their reports out of it, none of them will mention AEW. None of them in terms of their big news that have come out of the, out of it. So hopefully that humbles a lot of wrestling fans who thought that like, this was going to be like the biggest and best thing ever. Um, uh, you know, in, in terms of like the news coming out of it, in terms of the, the sake of the company, it's, it's to me, I say all that to say it's back to business. Now new show back to business. So in the chat real quick, uh, I see that uh, Mods Hoople is saying that Trinity is coming out soon and TNA uh, Impact is rocking tonight. So for those who are watching Impact, hope yeah, you're enjoying the show. Tonight. Yeah, we're about to get out. We're we about to wrap up, man. You know, we got we got a couple more minutes on the show. We'll, we'll watch some Impact. I want to see what Trinity going to do. And, and here's my – before we get out of here, too, I actually want to ask Will this question because he posted it the other day on social media between, <laughs> uh, between the two shows. Will there be a draft? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Cause that's what the first thing it hit me. It's like, wait, they're doing all this talk about a split roster. And we talked about this a few weeks back in, in, in the kayfabe world of AEW. If some people are on this show and some people are on this show, are they actually going to acknowledge that? Or are they just going to, you know, people are just going to show up here, show up here. Are they going to go full on out and be like, Nope, we're going to have a draft. We're going to split people up. But I don't It still seems like for now, they're just going to randomly have people on one show or the other. And I don't th- it doesn't seem like there's a storyline vehicle yet. But then again, we have a month till this thing happens. Yep. So if they want to do something in storyline to split people up and get some people on Saturday, it could very well happen. There is time to do it. So I don't know. If, if they do a draft, that would be that'd be funny. If they do, I don't, I don't, who, who would be a, who would be your, uh, I guess, your uh, your manager's? 
of each of these shows. Yeah, is, does CM Punk get to pick his uh, team? Yeah. <laughs> like, essentially, he gets to pick his kickball team or whatever. And the Bucks and the Elite get to pick the other one. It's ridiculous, y'all. This is so ridiculous here. And you know what? It's To me, again, something I said on Grab City is that it is very, and obviously it's relative by what folks feel is problematic, but it is extremely troublesome to realize that everybody that was on all access who were very adamant about the issues that they've had and very outspoken about the issues they had are deemed on the good side and right. everybody that they had problems with is on collision. That's a, that's a wild narrative. Like you had Britt Baker. Who's her issue with? Thunder Rosa. You had the elite. Put her over there. <laughs> Who was their issue? Punk. Put them over there. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's just wild how they kind of did that. I don't know. I have nothing to say. But uh, before we do go, let's give a, a quick moment of uh, 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 an, an acknowledgement to uh, one of the legendary uh, and one of the most prolific wrestlers of all time and mm-hmm. billy graham who uh recently passed um I, I i i gotta say you talk about the inspiration you talk about uh really carrying a particular error um mm-hmm. it's, it's sad news but um i think there's been a lot of positivity coming out about his impact and i think uh across the board everybody knew what was up um uh, you had big names tapping in uh, giving their tribute, but uh, definitely want to take a quick moment to just give a, uh, a shout out and a rest in peace to Billy Graham. What I'll say is also something that Will said without Billy Graham, there's no Jesse the Body, there's no, no Hulk Hogan, there is none of these over the top, let me tell you something, brother gimmicks without superstar <laughs> yep. Billy Graham. And people that who I've just found out about him, remember, he's the one that took the title off of Bruno and yes. transitioned it over to Bob Backlund. So mm-hmm. he has a special place in the WWF in the history of that because, one, he was good at promos. Two, he had a great body. But the fact that, for me, in my lifetime, he was the first transitional champion that I ever heard of. And I know people say transitional champion is a bad thing, but still counts. So everybody who poops on Miz, transitional champion, still counts. Yeah. So. Me growing up really quick uh, with Superstar Billy Graham, the first time I actually saw him was in a WWF magazine, 1988, where he was using the cane and Mm -hmm. Greg the Hammer Valentine put him in the figure four leg lock (laughs) to further his feud with Don Morocco. Yes, yes. I'm like, who is this? And then people started (laughs) telling me about it because I was still a kid. And I'm like, wow, this guy's amazing. So kudos to him. Rest in peace, Billy Graham. A lot of wrestlers and wrestling fans owe you a debt of gratitude. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, yes. If we're talking long-term influence, there's few that can reach the mark that he has. Like you said, Hogan, Ventura, Macho Man, Big Papa, Pump, just off the top of my head. Anyone you ever see with, with the bleach blonde hair style and the muscles, that was superstar Billy Graham, and he did it before all of them. He was the template. He was the, hell, the whole reason in WWE, they're not called wrestlers, they're called superstars, Mm -hmm. is because Vince was all about superstar Billy Graham as a larger-than-life character. So the the influence cannot be understated for, like, how far-reaching 
his mark on wrestling goes. The guy only had the belt for not even a year and was just on fire with it, drawing crowds. And unfortunately, that was back when uh, Vince's dad was running things. Mm-hmm. And the deal he had in place was Bruno didn't want to have the title anymore. And so they're like, okay, we need to we need to switch the title up. And WWF at the time, being a babyface territory, all right, we're going to go with Bob Backlund next. He's going to be our next guy. And they straight up had it mapped out. Okay, you're going to be the transition. You're going to be the bridge. You're going to win the title on this day in Baltimore from Bruno. On this day in Madison Square Garden, a year later, you're going to lose it to Bob Backlund. And it didn't matter what happened in that year. That superstar got white hot, that he was cool as hell, that even though he was a heel, he was awesome as all this. Didn't matter. Vince's dad was like, Bob Backlund wins it on this day. Told it a year ago. And he stuck to it. And Vince is just like sitting there as a kid watching all this and being like, man, we got something here. We got something here. I need to change course. But didn't happen. That, 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 that had a huge effect on Superstar. But yep. for the 70s, he was something. He was, mm-hmm. I mean, before my time too. But <clears throat> hell, go on the Peacock. Watch those, those early <laughs> Madison Square. The early Madison Square Garden shows are on there. Yeah. They'll probably add a bunch of stuff up there because he was something else. Some good matches with uh, Dusty Rhodes at the time, where Dusty was going for the WWF title back then. So, safe home superstar Billy Graham. And before we get out of here, I just want to comment on on Mott Hoople's comment of, I remember when Superstar teamed with his brother, Dr. (laughs) Jerry Graham. Now, I'm not familiar with that, so if anyone here knows what that is or who that is, please feel free. Nope, but I'll do some research. Cool. Any? Do we have any last-minute things we want to get off our chest before we get out of here? We're just over an hour. Nope. I don't know, man. At this rate, all of us going to be on collision if we say anything bad again about <laughs> the big announcement and so on. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll, we'll see when that news breaks on where it's going to be hosted at, and we'll come back next week and do what we do. And that, kids, is the end of tonight's show of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast just over an hour, hour one. Uh, thank you so much. Every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Get in touch with us at social media at Big Gold Belt across the board. BigGoldBelt.com to watch and read all of your articles, everything you want to read or know in the nerd culture world, not just the wrestling world and entertainment. BigGoldBelt.com. And we will see you next time.